And now we're moving on to talk about another literary festival. This time it's the Limerick Literary Festival, which is a long-standing festival that used to be known as the Kate O'Brien and has now become known as the Limerick Literary Festival, but still very much celebrating the memory and legacy of Kate O'Brien and her work. And I'm going to be talking to Vivian McKechnie, who is on the organising committee for the festival and indeed is chair of the readers uh, who read the debut novels and decide on the uh, prize that's going to be awarded to one of the successful novelists there. So good morning, Vivian. Good morning, Tricia. How are you? Delighted to be on the radio. Nice to be talking to you, Vivian. Um, this is a very special occasion for the festival, I think, isn't it? It's the 40th anniversary of the festival itself. And it's also, I believe, the 50th anniversary of the death of Kate O'Brien, one of Limerick's greatest writers. Um, would you like it to is. tell us about the festival? Um, yes, the, the festival began in 1984 to mark the 10th anniversary of Kate's death. It was just um, formed by a few people who decided that she had been somewhat neglected, um, considering she had been banned and had moved to England and and, and died in England. So from that um, small beginning, we are now in our 40th year in existence. Um, In 2014, we became the Limerick Literary Festival in honour of Kate O'Brien to broaden its reach, but still to keep it about Kate's legacy and to honour her. And I just thought it would be good, Tricia, to read um, something that Yvonne Boland um, wrote when she attended the first Kate O'Brien weekend in 1984. Yes, please do. She spoke of Kate's legacy and the enduring quality of her work, saying that by accepting that if a work of art is good, it is good not because it is feminine, but because it is human. She went on to end her talk with the following words of wisdom, that by remembering writers who were banned during their lifetimes, we will have discharged our debt to writers like Kate O'Brien, who made their way in a harder time, unaware of the gratitude we now feel and unable to benefit from it, who told their own truth and therefore made the way safe for ours. And now we, in turn, have to make a truth which justifies that safe passage. So it was a, a, it's, a, it's a wonderful um, few words to sum up Kate's legacy. Yes, it certainly is. A, a lot of food for thought, actually, even in that uh, short uh, extract that you've read there. Um, and of course, Yvonne Boland herself uh, has left such a wonderful legacy of poetry to us all. She has. Um, so the vision of the festival then was to really to celebrate that legacy. And, um, you know, it's, it's gone on from there and it's got a number of very interesting writers coming and a number of very interesting events, some of which are free. And the festival's aiming now to reach out to a, a wider audience and perhaps a more be more inclusive than, than it was when it began first because it's become so much better known. Um, exactly. And I, I think when we began, um, people assumed it was kind of an academic weekend on Kate O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I suppose to, to a large extent, at the beginning, it was more academic. Now, um, because because Kate is such a, was such a strong woman and never afraid to speak out against social injustices mm-hmm. and someone who kept going despite being banned, um, we like to keep that, that idea that, that writing is really, really important. And we came up with... Uh, to use one of her words, we always try and have a quote um, on our programme 
for the festival. And the quote we came up with um, is from one of Kate O'Brien's essay articles, and it's literature is forever the lamp of truth. And I think that's really important when we move forward now to talk about the speakers that are coming um, to the Kate O'Brien weekend, because they're, these are our writers who are um, also following in Kate's footsteps and, and um, you know, making their own path in, in lots of different genres. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, certainly. Um, so would you like to tell us about who's going to be coming to the festival? Yes, um, we have a, a marvellous opening with um, a musician, an intimate evening really with Denise Chala ah. um, of Words and Music. She's a spoken work artist and musician, so we're absolutely delighted. And we're particularly delighted um, to have Denise because we feel she embodies the spirit of Kate O'Brien in her lyrics, Go Bravely. Yes. So that would be a wonderful beginning to the festival. Um, and then on this Saturday, we start off at 10 o'clock with Vona Grok, who um, is more known for as being a poet, but she has written a, um, a memoir of her great-grandmother, an emigrant great-grandmother, so that would be really, really interesting. Um, followed by Mary Morrissey, who is talking about her novel Penelope Unbound. Um, followed by Antoine Lorraine, who um, is a French author. We have a, a, a good a connection with the French embassy and with the bring a French author to the festival every year. And he has just been long listed for the Dublin Literary Award for an astronomer in love. So we're delighted with that. We also have English novelist Francis Bufford. Um, and then we have um, an amazing event with um, William Seagard, who is, um, he wrote the book um, Poetry Pharmacy. So he is someone who can prescribe poetry to um enable you to recover from whatever problems you're having in your life, whether it's grief, um, depression, whatever. He, he um, thinks that poetry is able to make everything better. And his books are really, really beautiful. They're beautiful books in themselves and with an amazing wide variety of carefully chosen poems. We also then on Saturday have Elaine Feeney and Elaine Feeney won the Kate O'Brien Award in 2021 and she went on then to write a novel How to Build a Boat which was long listed this year for the Booker Prize. So we're delighted to have her with us on Saturday. Sunday um, opens with what we have every year is the Kate O'Brien R, which is the academic part of the festival where we honour Kate and have um, a, a an academic talk about her life and her work. And this year we have Dr. Jana Fisher-Rover. Then we have at 11.15, we have Dor- Dorothy, visual artist Dorothy Cross. And this is just to show that we have, we try our best to have mixed genres in the festival, not just focusing on novelists only, but, you know, memoir writers, um, visual artists and, and so on. We then have a very special and free event, which is the um, presentation of the Kate O'Brien Award. But it's not more than the presentation of the award. It's where we have the shortlisted writers um, coming together to talk about and read from their books. And then the prize is presented at the end of it. And it's a wonderful opportunity to meet writers at the beginning of their careers. And they will all be available then to chat to people afterwards, particularly people who are striving to be writers themselves or, or people who are interested in reading and so on. So they're there to chat to people at the end and to have books signed should people want to buy them, which is great. Then we have Desert Island Books, which is always a very, very popular event where um, this year we have Dan Mooney, um, Val Dolan, Nigel Dugdale and Anne Blake, who will choose books they would take to a desert island, including, which I think is fabulous, the book they would never lend. And then to close the whole um, wonderful festival, we have amazing writer Claire Keegan, 
And we're delighted to have Claire Keegan because not only is she a superb writer, but she's also a superb reader of her work. And she did come to the Kate O'Brien weekend a number of years ago or the Limerick Literary Festival. And she read and nobody moved an inch when she was reading. It was spellbinding. It was enthralling listening to her recently on The Book at Bedtime reading small things like these. it was She reads so very well. She really does. And what a, what a I, wonderful uh, lineup of I've, writers you have, Vivian. It's, it's, I've, I've left out one person, only oh. not by... Um, I, on the Friday, we always have a free event in the library to encourage people, um, you know, to, to, in, to involve the community. And in using the Duradora Library, we are having very... Delighted to have um, T.S. Eliot shortlisted poet Jane Clark. Oh yes, um, and that is a wonderful opportunity because a it's it's um, a chance to hear um, a, a poet of that caliber read from her work, but also it's a free event, and she is a, a very very engaging person whose whose poetry is both beautiful and thought-provoking and she will be there to talk about her writing and talk about her journey and also then to interact with other people at the end of the event. Oh, well, that's and that's at 11 o'clock on Friday in the Duradora Library. Okay, so really as I was saying it's a wonderful uh, selection of writers that you have and uh, it's it's a such a wonderful tribute to Limerick itself that the city has been able to sustain this festival at the, this level of, with this level of writer coming to it for such a long period of time. So congratulations to everyone involved. The very best of luck with the event. Uh, could I um, sorry, could I could I mention just the Kate O'Brien Award shortlist? Oh yes, please do. Yeah. Yes, sorry. <laughs> the award so, is just the reason I'm. It's, it's, it's the award is to me a very very important award, and it started in 2015 just as an honorary award, and it now comes with a prize of 2,000 euros, very generously sponsored by Bill and Denise Whelan, and this year we have a, a good, really good shortlist of three um, very very interesting and different novels. We have The Red Bird Sings by Eva Fitzpatrick, Slant by Catherine O'Donnell, and The Last Days of Joy by Anne Tiernan. Um, and I just to mention the award, the award to me is really, really important because it honours um, a female writer at the beginning um, of her career. Um, I also noticed when I was preparing that that all the writers who have won have gone on to write further books, which is really, really important. So we, we were very lucky to be at the beginning of their journey and now we see them going off on that um, write, writing career. Yes, it's wonderful for people to receive that encouragement at an early stage and then really helps to uh, focus them and drive them on to to further achievement. So um, thank you very much, Vivian, for giving us such a, a detailed rundown of, of what's going to happen at the festival. Um, again, I wish you the very best of luck with it and I'm looking forward to being at a few of the events myself. So thanks for talking to us this morning and hopefully our listeners will be uh, very much encouraged to attend. Um, to get to book tickets for the festival, how do they go about doing that? They go on our website, um, which is limerickliteraryfestival.com. Great. And um, there should be no problem there. We're also booking through the Lime Tree Theatre. And all the events take place this year in the Bell Table, which is wonderful. So there's no moving around apart from the event in the Door Door Library. Oh, great. Okay. So thank you very much and good luck with the festival this year. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me on the radio. Thank you.